And whatever you do, don't let it fall into the wrong hands. Can you guys remind me of where we were last time we played? Like, you guys had just found the... Uh, the sword. Like, yeah, that was card. it. Card. Nice. And I was upset I didn't keep it. Well, technically, it's still in your possession. Do you mean... Uh, yeah, but I kind of wanted the sword itself, though. Yeah. I'm going to grab the headphones, guys. So there was... Well, I can't remember the sword, but I remember all the... I remember the birds... And I can remember the big um, statue, and we tried to kill some birds. Yeah, we tried to fuck them up, and we probably shouldn't have done that, because then they got angry, And but we got the sword, and then we sort of ended it there, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. I'm just bringing so, up my notes. Uh, steak was with us the whole time, right? It was just yeah. hanging around. It yes, precisely. Yeah. Taking on a more passive vibe. <laughs> cool. So you've just found the sword, and I think uh, uh, that appeared at the foot of the giant raven statue in the mm -hmm. middle of this sort of frozen valley. And I think, did you absorb the card into the, sorry, the sword into the card sword at that into point? The card. Yeah. Okay, cool. Cool, so that's that's where we're at. You've just sort of... I think when you place the feather or something on the altar, you also got, like, blasted with uh, cold energy as a kind of, like, uh, begrudging activation of the, uh, <laughs> of the uh, appearance of the item. Do we need to uh, catch Arunas up on where we're at? What we do? Uh, yeah, I'll say at this point... Milkstake comes out of his reverie and starts paying more active attention rather than just sort of trudging around with you guys. <laughs> yeah, because we kind of, we kind of, you know, we got more you know, like new cards, um, uh, more cards to sort of go and get stuff for. And uh, we got into a new portal and we were in this icy place, like a cold snowy place. And we found uh, some like weird altar stuff and all that. Like it's all abandoned, and but there were birds, and we started killing the birds. And we probably shouldn't have done that, and got really angry and whatnot. But in the end, we this sword presented itself. I can't remember. We did something right though. What what was that we did you, right? You took one of the feathers, I think, and you put it on the altar. Oh, that's it. Because we yeah, put them yeah, to yeah. sleep. We fucked them up, ruffled them up a bit, and then took took a feather. Yeah, that's right. But, took a feather on the altar and then the sword appeared which was one of the card thingies and that that's where we're at now nice and i've been just around just yeah you've been sort of yeah, walking yeah, around with them passively Ooh, something that like the first thing that happened because you know we were back at that uh the, the many things incorporated headquarters thing uh, and uh, you know we just wrapped up the, where we left off from the time before and uh you know those weird blob monster things that we fought in the to sort of when we did our audition for for the many things. In and you trapped it in a pit. Oh, yeah, with, you, a, you with that pit. pit. Yeah, so like two, uh, three more of them just appeared in that big like waiting room that we're in, um, and they they were quite quite tricky. But like those Jesse and Zane and those dudes, you know those weird weird guys, they're they're badass. They just. Yeah, them up, really like that. proper. Yeah, it is like 
and spelt and shit. So they, <laughs> that, that, that was the first thing that happened that you missed. So FYI, don't don't fuck with them because they uh, seem passive because they're they're not. Yeah, they seem pretty nasty. Well, friendly but bad. But they don't have a cloak of many things. So. <laughs> I mean, uh, they 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 might have many of those because you know it, you don't know. But yes, that, 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 that was right. Oh, that's a dog barking. <laughs> that's my yeah. druidic powers flowing through me. Nice. Can hear the barks in a in a background. Cool. So you feel like the icy wind start to like blow around this sort of shrine area. You see the forest sort of a few minutes hike away from you. You emerged from it in order to get to this little shrine. And when you first arrived, you were transported here and you all need to make a constitution saving throw. Uh, uh, do some sort of game. Yeah. I've got my, my hit points and 19 out of 27. Between games, can you do the sleep thing, or is that just... No, you, the only reason you'd get your hit points back is if you actually slept in the game. Oh, okay, okay. So between oh, games... Oh, it rolls twice. Why does it roll twice? Uh, in case you... Oh, that's weird. Yeah, I don't know why. I'll press Maybe again. You... Just... I'll press again. Oh, no. Okay, so I guess it's the first click there. So 11 is mine, but it's just weird. Aska, you wore, like, put on some sort of cloak to keep yourself warm last time? Yeah, I think I fashioned one with my tinkering skills. Yeah, that was it. So you don't need to make the check, and so, uh, Schmorgesborden, did you have anything that was keeping you warm? I don't think did so. You, I can't I, remember. No, I, th I think he just rolled really well. Oh, yeah, that was it. Time. And he yeah. rolled well again now, so you managed to stave off the cold, although you can feel it, like, creeping into your bones slowly. And Milksteak, how are you doing with your constitution check? Okay, so with a 10, um, you notice that Milksteak, during this period of passive non-participation, <laughs> starts to have these like little icicles forming under his nose, and he starts to shiver uncontrollably. So you've got one point of exhaustion. So you can manage that in D&D Beyond under the sort of status area. I think it's up near, like, HP, maybe. And basically it means you have... Status. And you just type, uh, click exhausted. But effectively, it doesn't really matter. All it means is that whenever you do an ability check or a saving throw, it's at disadvantage because you're freezing cold. I mean, I'm technically a druid, so I should, shouldn't be affected by... Oh, conditions, so maybe... You can't make up your own rules, Ernest. Oh, yeah, exhaust. No, it wasn't exhaust. Um, oh, yeah, there he is. Okay. Yeah, exhausted. That's that's what you are. That's the one, yeah. So, yeah. one? Yeah, just one point of exhaustion. But if you continue to cool. be in a cold environment without being warm, then you mm -hmm. might get further points of exhaustion. Cool, deal. Cool. Um, yeah, unless your class or your race has some ability that makes you resist cold, uh, then you would be affected by this. Cool. So what would you guys like to do in this sort of cold valley? Well, I suppose we need to try and determine the direction for the next... Like, should we keep moving? Is it worth, like, setting up camp and do a rest somewhere? Like, find a... Get, get warm, get a fire started? What do you think? Yeah, we can... I've got a... I can control flames, apparently. Apparently. 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. But shall we? I don't know. Is it is, is it like super uh, dumb to sort of set up camp in this? I'm sure we can find like some somewhere where, where there's no wind and shit. Uh, you can make a survival check to look for somewhere to camp. Just maybe because I'm quite I'm injured as well. Because I think those birds messed me up. Uh, I I can roll for survival. Go for it. I got plus three. Uh, but you're oh, at disadvantage wow. from being exhausted, so you have to roll again. One more time. Um, but I think uh, UK, UK already rolled, but the, so let's, let's just go with the first one. And then sure. if, it, if it needs to be relevant, then we can go to the other checks. So Asker, you managed to find a, like a divot alcove. in the ground. Yeah, like an alcove. And then you managed to sort of get a little bit of protection from the wind in that alcove. It's kind of still a little bit exposed, but with your tent and your bedroll, you could you could get a relatively comfortable campsite going on. Okay, so can someone can someone hook us up with a fire, Mr. Control Flames? We can put up a tent, get a little rest, get yeah. warm, get cozy, have some food, have a snack. I'll say yeah. uh, with a tent, I mean, you've got produced flame, so what happens is you gather a bunch of sticks and stuff, uh, smorgasbordin, but they're wet, they're green, they're the wrong kind of sticks, and no matter how many times you produce flame, it just does nothing. And then uh, Milksteak arrives with a bundle of like somehow dry wood, and then it starts the uh, fire immediately with your uh, spell. Thanks for your wood. Wait. <laughs> don't, don't Anytime, mate. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so are you guys intending to take a short rest, long rest? Like what's the count? Um, let's see. Uh, let me check. Uh, like, can is it a dumb idea to take a long rest here? Probably is, isn't it? What 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 time of the day is? If if it's, do, do we know? Uh, it's about mm, with the uh, I say Asker and and uh, Milksteak. You look at the sun and you can gauge that it's uh, it's like one thirty two p.m. Okay, let's just do a short rest just to get our stuff together, maybe. Yeah, let's not sleep until the night. No, uh, no, exactly. So I guess just huddle up around the fire and, and make plans for the next thing and do a little rest. Okay, you guys can roll hit dice and any abilities that recover on a short rest will come back. Hey, press roll hit dice. Yeah, it should be, uh, I think it rolls it for you, but then you still have to manually add it to your health at the end. It's true, it's a d6, I'll do it manually. Hold your horse. Mine says 1d8 plus 1. I rolled a six. Badass. Okay, that's good. I'll heal by six. Boom. I'm at, I'm at, nine, I'm at, I'm at 19 health now. When I click on short rest, it says Druid hit die 1d8 plus one, and then cool. total four. Awesome. So that means cool. you can roll 1d8 and you add one to the result each time, and you can choose however many between one and four you roll, and you'll restore that many uh, HP. Cool. Uh, uh, so are we, are we by the statue, or are we down by the, where, where our little dudes are? Uh, I will say you would have to be over here probably, well, actually, where you, you went oh, yeah, to look for, you went to look for a good camping spot, so that would probably be like 
up against this wall to get some protection from the wind. Cool. All right. So, Sean, uh, sorry, Smogus Borden, you have the other card, right? Yeah. Um, what was on it again? Uh, I don't know. One, mine was a key. But I don't know how that may, how that is a sword. Uh, yours was a yours was a knight. Uh, uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, Borden. Um, but I mean, can you like walk? Can you like walk around a bit? See if you can like ping, find it, like a yeah. direction. Yeah, yeah. Maybe just, I'll just hold it up and then see if it's doing anything there. See if it's giving yeah. a direction. Okay. It seems to be uh, like flashing slightly more uh, to the west, sort of out of this clearing into the forest, presumably in a westerly direction. Okay. We, uh, have a little sit down. Shall we? Yeah, I think so. Let's just start. Cool. Everybody's until, until it gets dark, and then we properly camp up. Everybody's rolled the hit dice they want to roll. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So you head off. Whoever is leading, let's say Schmogus Borden, you can roll a survival check to see how well you navigate using this blinking card method in the forest. <laughs> okay, so you guys kind of wander around for a little while, doubling back on yourself a couple of times. You notice that your own your own footprints are becoming like increasingly downtrodden, and you can start to see the dirt dirt underneath the snow because you've walked over the same places so many times. And then, after a couple of hours, so we're getting on to like four p.m., four thirty p.m. here. You notice a. Sorry, I've just got to check. I'm going to just double check the map. Okay, cool. Uh, I just wanted to make sure everything was working. Awesome. So after those hours of sort of stumbling through the forest, you come across another clearing. Ooh. This looks tropical, yo. Yeah, I know. Well, I think that's just probably the map not being very... Uh, realistic but you see to the north of you actually i'll grab your little icons and so you can see exactly where you are so that's one two three and then i'll see if i can paste them here cool all right so uh i'll say you come from over here oh is this a house i see it looks to be a cabin, and to the north of the cabin is a frozen sort of river slash lagoon. Sorry. And then you also see like the... Lit. Yeah, can I continue? Sorry. You also see the edges of a larger body of water to the south. And there seems to be a little curl of smoke coming from the top of the cabin. Okay, how, how should we play this? Let's not just run in and stab anyone in the eyes, right? Let's see if we can do this... <laughs> talking style and then if when we have what we want if we want to steal shit then attack or something right let's try Last and time i tried talking nicely i got attacked for it I yeah trying to be more of a... i guess but you try to talk to a monster though <laughs> you don't you don't you don't you don't negotiate with a bear you know uh shall we just like see uh, if we can walk around 
Say hey to the can, we, can we check what those things are? That are just to the north. Uh, can you ping them, please, Schmogsbord? Just hold down the left click and it'll tell me what you're referring to. Is that working? Uh, maybe I need to zoom out. Can you do it again? You hold. Oh, there you go. Yeah, basically. Looks like bear trap. Uh, what they yeah. look like, just let me zoom in so I can get a, a better look. Yeah, they look like unused bear traps. Okay. How did you ping? Let's not go. You hold down the left click. Only when you're on um, select move button, ah. though, rather than hand. Neat. Okay, so. Okay. Uh, Shall we circle the. Circle the thing? Yeah, let's see if there is a back door. Maybe we can break in. I'll, I'll, go, I'll go in from this side. To try and make yeah, I'll go from other side. I'm gonna attempt to sort of do a little and see what's on here. See if we can look through a window or something, get a sense of what's going on. Okay, so you're going in like okay. a clockwise direction. Uh, I'm going uh, anti-clockwise and and uh, and Sean, do you want to keep keep an yeah, eye if you can sort of if, but if you can stay in this uh, general direction oh, in this general direction. Just stick around here and keep an eye in case someone comes out. I'm sorry. Okay, I can do that. Okay, and so if, and then we'll um, we'll do like a have like a like a call like a, like if we see something, you know, like, like a cacao, call. cacao. Yeah, <laughs> just like. A... Okay, so are you guys doing this stealthily? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, I think we should. I think we should start stealthily. Okay, so Milksteak is going around the west side of the building. Asker is going around the east side of the building. And what is Schmorgesbord doing? I'm kind of holding fire, looking out for people. Okay, so you're like the lookout remaining where you are. Yeah. Okay. Get the right so, driver. <laughs> uh, everybody make a stealth check, and Milksteak does it with disadvantage. Ooh. Um, still check. Can I do it with an advantage since it's my birthday? <laughs> Is it your character's birthday? Is it your actual birthday today? No, it's not. Oh. <laughs> um, okay. Is it nearly, it's about six months old. Uh, so, roll again, Arna. Oh, yeah. Uh, one second. Uh... What? <laughs> wow, natural one. Wow, okay. we, we so all fucked up. What, what happens is, <laughs> As, Asker starts, like, tiptoeing around the outside of the, uh, the right-hand side of the cabin. And then he, like, starts admiring the stonework of the chimney and then just falls flat on his face, making like a crunching sound in the snow. Milksteak okay. comes around the other side and uh, thinks he sees a ghost in the forest and screams as loud as he can because that was very unexpected. And then Schmorgus Borden uh, looks off into the forest and then farts so loudly that it <laughs> echoes over to you guys. And at this, at, at the sound of this simultaneous, like, fuck up, 
you see this uh, <laughs> this figure emerges from the forest over to the east, and she appears to be. Uh, she looks kind of like like a like a hunter or a scout of some kind, and she says, "So, what what is this? You're going to rob an abandoned shack in the middle of the woods? What what's your plan?" So she is she talking to like to me because she's like next to me there, or uh, she's talking to you, but she can also like see Jenna. Smogus Borden and Milksteak basically from where she is. Right. Well, I'll I'll I'll, I'll tell her. Uh, hello. Uh, we are we are we are nothing but weary wanderers, cold and exhausted, and was looking for a safe haven. Okay. Um, you can make. Uh, I feel like that's fairly true. You can make a persuasion yeah. check. And what do the other two of you do? Um, I'll, I'll just nod at him. <laughs> You'll nod. Okay, cool. And Schmogus Borden? Okay. Yeah, all right. Well, my, my persuasion check didn't, didn't, didn't do so well, did it? Uh, okay, so with an eight, she says, uh, hmm, I mean, sneaking up to a cabin... Seems like an odd way to ask for shelter and warmth. And she like draws her bow and starts to look very uh, menacing. And then she says, how about you just turn around and leave the clearing and we'll pretend that this ever happened. Yeah, no, we, we, we really it's do It's not going to happen. Yeah, we really <laughs> do need just to, just to come inside and sit by a fire for a bit. We, you know, it's, but we're not, we're, no, we're not going to go. We came here for your conserves. Okay, so what she does is she shoots an arrow at Schmogus Borden, and you're, like, sort of taken off guard by this. And it looks like it's about to pierce Schmogus Borden, like, in the nose, but then it turns left and hits Asger in the back of the leg for exactly... Uh, let me she done fucked up. We're gonna three three piercing damage, and now we roll initiative. Awesome. Okay. Cool. Okay. <laughs> so she catches you by surprise, and she uh, takes a shot at Asgard, and then she's gonna take a couple of steps back into this tree line. So she's got like half cover behind this tree, and then she's gonna shoot at Milksteak. So that's gonna be. Oof, with a seven, she misses. Her arrow goes wide and hits the tree behind you like thunk. Da -da 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 and then she says... She's going down, that bitch. She says, uh, uh, wrong arrow. And then it is Asuka's turn. So I'm going to cast Maximilian's Earthen Grasp and try to lock her in place. Okay, what's her saving throw? Uh, strength. Strength, thank He's you. Thir 13. Oof. With a seven, she's definitely held in place, but what, what does the damage come from? Oh, is that just, why is there two different oh, ones? Yeah, so on failed save, the target takes 2d6 bludgeoning damage and is restrained for the spell's duration. Okay, and so the duration is uh, one minute. Okay, so she takes nine bludgeoning damage and she oh, looks. Oh, uh, yeah, it rolled, oh, it rolled for me, that's neat. Yeah, yeah. Um, so she looks pretty kind of fucked up almost already. And she says, what? 
what is this sorcery? This is ridiculous. Why, why are you here trying to invade my home? And that is Shmogus Borden's turn. Okay. Um, just looking at what I could do, and I was, I, was, I was intrigued by the spell Gust of Wind, which was appropriate, given what I just did. Um, nice, nice. See what you did there. Yeah, but I don't think it's that useful. Oh, so but instead, it, do, um, sorry. Can, do I just get yeah, just a, do, do I get another like the the bonus action thing or is oh sorry did move? did you have a bonus action you wanted to do well I was thinking guys because we could maybe use some information right so I wanted to shout yield like I do sometimes and it sometimes works so I wanted to shout yield okay cool so let's say let's see if she can sort of lay down her arms would you or say lay down is, your arms um, is this gonna be are you trying to intimidate her or convince her uh, um, I would say convince her okay do a persuasion check with advantage because that was already quite damaging to her she doesn't look particularly hearty but very fast oh yeah with a 21 uh she says uh okay okay maybe maybe i reacted a little bit hastily uh put me down i'll uh i'll i'll see what i can do i mean i don't believe this whole thing about wanting warmth but i can help you out in whatever real way you actually need so let's let's just talk do we, uh, do we believe her? Do we trust her? Should I let her go? Uh, yeah, you, I mean, you can let it go. Uh, I'm, I'm not injured, so in case she's going to do something, I'll... Turn into a bear and tear it to shreds. Um, what were you saying, Schmogus Borden? Yeah, I, I, I'm still getting to grips with this kind of stuff. Is she likely to lie? Do they lie uh, you, can, you can roll an insight check to see if you think she's lying. Okay. Can we all do that? Yeah, sure. Insight. And again, Asuka has to roll twice because he's still exhausted and cold. Oh, you mean uh, milk stick? Yes, yeah, sorry, milk stick. Or do you mean the disguised carrot farmer? Yes, exactly that. Okay, so we got an 11. Oh, okay. nice. So, Schmorgus Borden, you get the sense that she's probably not lying she's in a pretty tough predicament and is looking to like bargain her way out of it but she knows in order to do that she probably has to follow through on that bargain okay okay we trust her we trust her guys she's turned the yeah truth. so i'll i'll, I'll, let, I'll uh, let the thing go i'll let the spell thing yeah. go okay um uh, and do you also then quit and then i'll be a lesson here she says, uh, oh, yeah, go on. Yeah, no, so uh, I guess uh, we'll just tell her to, uh, can you sort of toss the bow in front of you? I don't want to get another arrow in my leg, please. Um, <laughs> she, really says, with that bow. she says, she uh, says, oh, the bow, yeah, sure. And she throws it on the ground. Um, cool. And she says, uh, okay, uh, let's try, let's try again. My name is Fletcher. What is your name? My name, My is, name is Smokers Borden. Mm -hmm. And then I'm not steak. Speaking at the same time and then slightly behind. Are you slightly behind in other ways?
She's like throwing shade on you and you're just like standing there blankly in the cold, <laughs> shivering. Okay, and she right. says, All right, all right, that, that kinda that kinda answers my question. Let's let's come in the cabin quickly now, quickly now. Thank you. Well, let's go inside. Right. And get get our, our our slow friend some some in front of a fire. Ooh, that's a coast. He's got bear like a bear thingy. Yeah. Bear. As you're walking past uh Asker and Schmorgus Borden, you see this corpse by the side of the frozen lake and it is just like peppered with arrows and each arrow has like different colored feathers at the end of it and it looks like quite a pretty display and very surprising usually arrows are all kind of made in a uniform consistent way what 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 is the arrow that is stuck into uh, asgard uh, it's, it's, yeah, it has blue and yellow feathers uh, let's fuck that bitch up Let's, let's, I mean, we can, but let's first sort out, like, A, we want to know what she knows. It might be that she can tell us about whatever this night thing we need to go to. And then, you know, she can tell yeah. us how she's doing that thing with the, with the, like a choot choot arrow. I want to know how that works. Okay, so what's done what, by the door just in case she's trying to do something. Be, be ready to, to bear her up, bro. Okay. So she starts to like poke the fire with a, with a poker and there's hot coals there and they start to like eventually come back to life, sort of reigniting the fire. And she says, uh, okay, I can offer you pine tea. I hope that will be fine. That's great. Cool. So what, what did you actually want? Why are you here? Come on. What, what's this, what's this bullshit about? Well, do we do we check the pine tea in case it's poisoned? Well, it hasn't been given yeah. to you yet. Yeah, maybe we should wait and wait. When, when 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 it comes to us, we'll, we'll I I, I can it. I can eat it and see if something happens to me because I'm the weakest one in a fight anyway. So <laughs> okay, so about uh, yeah, so so we are we are we are here looking for like a like a night or something we 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 were come kind of coming this direction and we've been going through this bloody cold in it for for forever and needed we saw the saw the saw your little house i figured that this would be a great place to potentially camp for the night because we don't want to sleep in the cold no oh, i see you yeah, saw you saw a cabin with smoke coming out of the top of it and you thought that's a great place to sleep. <laughs> yeah, very much. Okay. And we were we weren't sure if uh, whoever lived in here would be uh, interested in guests, so we figured we'll have a little look around first. We didn't do a very good job of that, and then you shot me in the leg. Mm, perhaps I was a little hasty about that. Uh, yes. Uh, are you okay? Had, uh, no, no, not really. I have have a have an arrow in my leg, but I'll figure I'll figure it out. However, how did you do that, though? How did you sh how did you shoot the arrow like that? Well, that's my uh, that's my trade. Although I don't do a lot of trading, I tend to just entertain myself out here, refine my craft, survive on my own recognizance. I'm not really one for towns, cities, and she spits on the ground. I just like to be left alone. But how did I do uh, it? What about? What about that dead body outside of your house? Practice. Yeah. It's just it's just practice. He's been dead for a long time. Yeah. Can I roll insight on it? Mm-hmm. I don't I don't really believe her. 
They need to roll twice, or uh, yes. But actually, no. You're you've been sitting in here for about five or ten minutes, and it's warm in here, so you can just roll normally. Okay, so I'll take the first okay, one. Okay, so the with first it, one counts sixteen. <laughs> uh, with the with the sixteen, you're you're pretty confident she's telling the truth, but she's not like she's not giving you a lot of detail. She's just telling the truth in a sort of like superficial way. Like okay. maybe this person was initially an intruder a long time ago and she like dealt with him. And since then she's been using his corpse as a target practice. You don't know the backstory. You just know that her statement of he's just practice. He's been dead for a long time is true. Uh, and then she says, so, uh, uh, she says, um, well, how do I do it? That's the trade part of my trade. Again, I don't have a lot of customers. I'm here because I like to be left alone, but sometimes I need to earn money to repair this fucking place. And she gestures around the cabin. There's like a couple of holes in the ceiling with like buckets underneath them where the snow is gathering. And uh, she says, yes, that's, I'm a Fletcher. I make arrows that perform in ways that arrows don't usually perform. Is that right? Sorry? Do any of us have a bow? I think I do. Maybe it's time I learn how to shoot with a bow and arrow. Are you proficient with, uh, I think that would be a, it might be a simple weapon or a martial weapon, I'm not sure. Let me look it up. So, uh, how about we... Uh, yeah, if you're proficient with like simple weapons, then you can use bows. But I'm sure I'm sure I'm uh, I am right because I'm, if I I can use a boomerang and dagger and stuff. It'll be in your character sheet on like the bottom left hand side with proficiencies and languages and stuff. Oh, of course, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't have. Don't have. It, it won't it won't be listed. Crossbow, crossbow, light, dagger, dart, quarterstaff, and sling. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean. A crossbow would use uh, quarrels, and you notice, like, scattered around her cabin, she also seems to be working on crossbow quarrels in addition to arrows. And, Schmogus Borden, if you have... What kind of weapons are listed in your proficiency in the bottom left? Uh, there's club, dagger, dart, javelin, mace, quarterstaff, uh, scimitar, sickle, fling, and spear. Yeah, that you'd be able to use a bow. Like, it's considered a simple weapon, so it doesn't need a particularly, like, advanced okay. understanding. Um, and uh, Milksteak, are you proficient in any of those things? Um, I'm not proficient, no. no. Okay, cool. So, well, uh, now that you've done that, go on. Yeah, no, so... Uh, uh, I, actually, I don't think I have a crossbow, though. Oh no, I don't. Maybe we can buy buy yeah, some more. But, but uh, yeah, did, like so. Uh, so I asked her, do, do you uh, are you uh, interested in selling some of your cool arrows or 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 uh, what do you call them? The flo uh, the bolts for the crossbow. Quarrels. Quarrels. She says yes. I mean, absolutely. What what have you got? Uh, I mean, gold is fine, but I'd prefer something I can use out here. Do you have anything worth trading? I got a little, little wooden duck. 
Oh, no, I don't. I get that way. I mean, gold is fine as a last resort. I just wanted to see if you had anything interesting. Do you have any spare flints? Any of you like uh, flints and steels, things like that? Those are very helpful. Pots, uh, pans also. Got flint got and steel. Pot. You have pots and pans, seriously? I've got an iron pot, yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> Holy moly. She looks at it and she says, oh my gosh, I've been looking for one of these for ages. Where did you get this? In the um, shop? I, in the city? Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Well, I suppose they must have advanced to this point by now. I've been gone for... It's got to be hundreds of years by now. Shit. You're well old. You look at her and you can't... She has a sort of, like, pointed cast to her features and you think she might be an elf of some kind? Well, how, how yeah, about... We we buy some stuff off you and uh, give you something extra for to uh, allow us to stay the night, and then we'll be on our merry way in the morning when the sun comes up. Okay, okay. How many arrows or corals do you want? Yeah, I don't know. Like, how much does this stuff weigh? Can I can I buy like a hundred? Would that be? Yeah, you can buy a hundred. I'm I'm only really concerned with the weight of items in D and D when it gets a bit extreme. At the moment, you guys don't have anything heavy. Well, then I'll say, what what kinds do you have then? Because I saw different colored uh, feathers on the bits outside. Do they do different things? Or what yes, of that? Uh, basically, each one is a different level of enchantment. I have arrows that allow their direction to be changed once. So your arrow can essentially turn, a, turn it can go round corners. And I have arrows that allow you to change direction twice and also three times. So it means that you could essentially like hit people like behind trees and stuff. So and, um, does she have any spare bows that we, that we can, so we can use the, uh, the arrow? Oh yeah, you can have that one out there in the snow. The bows, bows are not the difficult part. Like I, I make a bow a day. It's not. You can just have it. Do you have cross, crossbows lying around? Yeah, I've got like a old kind of one. It might need an oiling, but I use it for testing. And she points over by the fireplace, and there's like a hodgepodge like group of them leaning against each other. Cool. Well, uh, can I get? So how many? You said you had four different kinds of. Three different kinds. The one that, three different kinds. To turn once, twice, or three times. Mm -hmm. Right. Can I get like uh, 20 of each? Yes. The ones that change direction once are one gold per arrow. The ones that change direction twice are two gold per arrow. And three, you get the idea. Yeah. Uh, so 20 of each. Uh, 20 of each would be... 120 gold. You just... Yeah, absolutely. 140, and then, 140 gold. And then so, uh, how about I give you two hundred gold for uh, for for the arrows, the the old crossbow, and a little bit of oil to fix it up. Yeah, that, that's a deal. Let's let's get this moving. Uh, so just mark off two hundred of the gold. Let's see, so I'll get rid of um, two hundred gold. Yeah, I'll gold. do the same. I've got, I've got plenty of gold, so I don't want to get rid of my pot. It sounds like it might be quite useful. <laughs> so. Yeah, I okay. Know she um basically yeah. you would know you would know that it's I mean you're out in the wilderness at the moment, so yeah, you probably would need a pot, but it's the kind of thing that Asker and Milksteak probably have in their survival kits as well. 
And if you go into any city, you can get one quite easily. But the only reason it's valuable to her is that she doesn't go to those places. Okay, okay, fine. Okay, in that case, in that case, you can have a pot. I'll be nice. If you're that, if you're that uh, excited about a pot, I'll give you a pot. Okay, how same. many arrows do you want? Um, for the same as um, Asgard. Yeah, sure. She, she reaches into like another barrel and there's just tons of them stacked inside this barrel and she takes out the, the 20 of each and everything like that. So uh, in terms of keeping track of those arrows, I'll, I mean, it's a bit tedious to keep track of them one by one. So I'll just like tell you when you're almost running out. Just uh, for, is it a heavy or a light or a hand crossbow just so I can add it? Uh, what are you proficient in? Uh... It just says crossbow. That would be light then, crossbow. Right. Cool. Um, so yeah, then you have 20 of each arrow, but they're, again, they're an item I've created. They're not going to be in D&D. So no. you could just list it as having 60 arrows and you could <laughs> customize it to say like Fletcher, Fletcher's arrows or whatever. Because you know how uh, uh, Aranas customized them to be like your mum or no, not your mum or like the carrot shield and a carrot sword, he just customized. So he can tell you how to change the names of things. Yeah, there you go, Fletcher's arrow, 60 of them, cool. Nice, and she says, uh, okay, you can sleep over in the corner there, I don't know, wherever you want. I've got to go get some more firewood, so I'm just gonna leave you guys here. Don't steal anything, there's nothing of worth to steal, but just don't anyway, especially my pot. If you touch that pot, I will hunt, <laughs> I will hunt you down. And then, and then she, le she leaves. Cool, got some new kit. Like a new. <clears throat> How much damage does this shit do? Uh, this light crossbow. How does that work? One d eight plus one. I mean. But you like could, a... you could theoretically hit three people with it in one attack. So one. Oh really? Because if it, it goes it... through them, choo, 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 choo. yeah, it changes the direction. Yeah, but you have to roll to attack Ooh. every time. But then I'm li that would be a bit like the guy in uh, 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 Guardians of the Galaxy, you know that? Like yeah. Oh yeah, the blue guy. Yeah, I'm Mary Poppins, yo. It's true. It is a bit like that. Cool. All right. <laughs> that was nice. Then we can, uh, I guess, have a long rest, reset everything, and get our shit together. Uh, do you, wh where do you think we need to go? Like, what direction are we at uh, tomorrow morning then, Sean? I'm still trying to add these arrows, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Ridiculous. Um, Wait, holds up do the... I see another corpse in the outside? What? Mean... Where? Yeah. You mean over here? Oh. Can, okay. can you see the ping? Is that a wagon? No, that, that's a human corpse. Didn't you hear what? that description? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because there is one here and another one is there, so it's clearly she's not just practicing. Oh, is that a corpse? No, that's a tree. Is it's it? A, it's a tree branch. Don't be so paranoid. <laughs> I like that you're, it's yeah. like the Rorschach test. You're just seeing what you want to see. He sees corpses. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's just a really strange tree branch. Uh, I wouldn't worry okay. too much about that. So uh, how, how are you going with the arrows there, Sean? Do you need a hand? I've done it, and I've removed the pot of blood. They all. Nice, you've achieved many things. <laughs> Incorporate. <laughs> nice. Okay, so if you guys want to take a long rest now, then you can, and you can reset your hit points and your spells and things. Will do. Oh, the asked, short rest removes the tiredness. Uh, you'd already removed the exhaustion because you're in a warm place. Oh, okay. But if you, you you'll uh -huh. have to make the check again tomorrow. And uh, can, I think, can go on. Can I just take that bear rug from the floor and just fashion into some kind of coat? Yeah, I mean, you'd have to do a sleight of hand check to see if she notices or not. Just pay her. Didn't for she left? She, she has left, yeah, but uh, as in, you're going to yeah. be sleeping here when she comes back, right? Uh, okay, yeah. You just wait How and do you buy do it off her when, when she gets back, dude. Okay. We have thousands of gold. <laughs> uh, you were going to ask Smorgasbord and ask her whether he knows what way to go? Yeah, because like, I, I suppose we're passing through here, right? So I'm guessing, like, if you see my ping... I'm guessing we continue towards here-ish. Is that right? How do you feel about that? Does that so, seem yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's kind of where it was where it's hinting at. I'm still intrigued by this corpse, but I think we just we should let it go. Just let the corpse go. Because that could be the night. Could it be? Should we check? Check that thing out. Yeah, you get, get get your wood up, bro. Get my get my card out. Okay, so you take your card out, and Pull it starts out. it starts flashing more in like this direction when okay. you angle it like towards here it doesn't seem to flash faster he's not our knight so yeah we just uh, we head east i guess the night isn't over well we haven't slept yet is it the morning it's not the morning uh well you've just done this and i'll say you go to bed and now it's morning okay all right uh, the the kind of the Zelda player in me wants to smash that box at the top and see what's in it, but um, I don't think, uh, don't think that's <laughs> um, Are you still curled in that bear rug, uh, Milksteak? Yes. Okay. You see that she, you guys wake up and she's like making more pine tea over at the cauldron, over the fire. And she says, she's actually using your pot, uh, Schmogersborden, and she says, ooh, this is a good pot. I'm very pleased that we met. I mean, aside from the whole fighting thing. Generally, a great transaction. Uh, I'm I'm gonna approach her and I'm gonna try to convince her that the bear that is slayed there is actually my old friend named Palu. Okay, how are you gonna do it just by saying that? Like, how are you gonna convince her? Yeah, I'll come up next to her. I don't know where she is. Doesn't show me on the map. Oh, sorry. Hold on. She's right here just, by the fire. Uh, right, right behind her, and breathe into her neck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna so I'm approaching her I'm telling her that um, over the night I realized that this this bear that he's slain is actually one of my old relatives so oh. I'm a druid he, uh, he left he left our forest exploring for a better opportunities he's never <laughs> came back <laughs> okay make a deception check <laughs> uh, uh, we're gonna have to fight her again aren't we yeah. Uh, just click on this. Oh, oh wow, 19. 
Okay. With a 19, she, she looks at you and looks in your eyes for a second, furrows her brow and, and says, oh, uh, I'm sorry. I, I am familiar with having a deeper connection to the natural environment. And I had no idea that this bear was connected to the Druid people. Of, of course, you can take it with you. I'll, uh, I'll make sure that my next oh. kill is not uh, intelligent. And she says, it's always ask for consent. I'm going to pack my friend now and I'm going to bring it to sacred burial ground. Okay. All right. I, I will, uh, I'll take that on board. Uh, I appreciate your business and your clarification of the animal world around us. Now kindly, uh, go away. I've got more arrows to make. Be well. <laughs> yes. And you also, and get that leg checked. Actually, <laughs> you're starting to look a little bit better. Maybe it's fine. Oh yeah, I didn't. I did. I forgot about that. That's I, all right. During a long rest, you would have like healed and treated it. And do you still have that arrow, by the way? I could re-fletch that and sell it again. <laughs> to keep it. You'll, you'll get to keep sure. Call it a bonus. I mean, it would be a slightly <laughs> substandard arrow. You can keep that one. Cool. Cool. So. Um, Go on. Okay, venture so, east. Yeah. Does there anything else anyone wants to do? Uh, no, I think it's uh, it's time for us to uh, head off. Okay, so whoever I think it'd be Schmogus Borden can make a survival check. Nice. Okay, no. you're very confidently leading everyone through, and you look like you're making your way through this forest, and you see the card flash slightly quicker the more paces you make, but you do need to make a Constitution saving throw. Oh, no, no, sorry. Asgur is fine now because you've got the warm coat on. And oh, yeah. uh, so is Milksteak. It's just Sean. So now you have a point of exhaustion. So your ability checks at saving throws are at disadvantage, just like uh, Milksteak. Well, um, should I? Because I fashioned my, my coat with the bedroll. Can I, should I try and make one for you as well, Sean? That's lovely. All right. Well, do you, do you have. I, do, I, I have one. Yeah. I've got that roll as well. Yeah, give me a bedroll and I'll see if I can make one. Can I do that then? Yeah, uh, go make it. Do we remember how you did a tinkering check? I think you use it's a dexterity check plus your proficiency bonus, which is a two. So you just add two to the dexterity check. Oh, okay, nine. All right. So with the nine, you manage to butcher Schmogus Borden's like bedroll, and you make what <laughs> what basically works out to be a poncho out of a bedroll, but it does not. It's not like close fitting enough to provide warmth, so you just look like a bit of a dork. <laughs> With a poncho. <laughs> With a poncho. But <clears throat> you may or may not know that, so you're just shivering along wearing this ridiculous bedroll poncho. <laughs> it's doing nothing to help me. I mean, I, I mean, I, I, I shouldn't get the exhaustion anymore since I got a bear with me, no? Yeah, that's, I didn't. You didn't have to do the check at all. Oh, cool. Yeah. Cool. Well, all, right. all right. So, after you've walked for a couple of hours, you come across a clearing, but it's not really a clearing. It's like a huge hole in the ground, and it is like hundred feet deep, and it looks. Actually, let me just grab your icons before I show you what it looks like. Build the suspense. 
Dun, 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 dun. That was a drum roll, by the way. Oh, nice. Uh, all right, now I just got to figure out which section to show. Okay. All right, so it's going to be, you're going to see this. And I'll put you guys here. Cool. Uh, the perspective will be a bit weird, but you'll get the idea. There we go. Oh, <laughs> that's super cute. What, the little map section? So you said 100 feet. Uh, so how, how close are you to the edge? Like you sort of see this edge. I'll say you're pretty close. So looking down, you see that there's a little rope. And below you, you see these two weird like totem poles. And then looking deeper into this side part of the like, it almost feels, it becomes like a cave. It, it initially starts as a, just a depression in the ground. And then it becomes like a cave. And there's a little like campsite made up of a few tents. And uh, yeah, that's what you see. And no, right. no can't see any, anything alive down there, can we? Make a perception check. Uh, 19, 18, okay. You actually notice that there seems to be a little like bump in the snow, uh, kind of roughly here. And if you, if your eyes don't deceive you, it looks to be about the right shape for a polar bear. Nasty. And when you look closer at that circle of tents, you can see what look like people or bodies sort of scattered around the campsite, but that's all you can make out from this distance. Should we, should we stay for like 10 minutes and keep an eye on those bodies to see if they move or if they're just dead? Yeah. I think yeah. they're dead, but we can check. Yeah, just to be sure. And then we can just start peppering with our new bow and arrow, just peppering that uh, bear uh, down. Uh, yeah. And then we can fashion you yeah. an, uh, 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 something out of that skin. I'm sure we can yeah. do something. <laughs> All right, okay, so, so what's we, the plan? Yeah, we stay up there and just keep an eye on, on, on the stuff just to see if anything moves, uh, if anything is alive other than potentially that probable polar bear. Okay. You spend a little while and you notice that the, the lump of whiteness is kind of like getting bigger and smaller, almost like breathing, but no other, no other kinds of movement. What do you guys think? Should we just... Uh... Mess it up. I mean, it's clearly hibernating, so if we're gonna go down, we might wake it up. And but, oh, and so, but I feel like I want to climb down and see what's down there. There might be stuff, and it might be. The oh, card. yeah, definitely. But is your card flashing, Sean? Yeah, get a card out, see what's happening. Uh, it seems to be flashing much quicker than it was before. Cool, run the right path. And the only way is down, so shall we. Yeah. Let's just arrow the bear. I mean, should I try and cast the, uh, the the hand on it straight away? See if we can hold it in place while you guys can just climb down and fuck it up? Or do you want to just start shooting? Um, maybe let's just shoot. Yeah, let's, let's uh, start. Okay. Yeah, let's do that. I'll, I'll 
I'll try to cast a spike growth on it. Okay, oh, what, so what tell me, you guys are all doing something at the same time? Uh, yeah. yeah, let's let's do like a countdown and do everything at once if if we can. Okay, okay. so I, all, at the same time, uh, I have a um, a um, what's it called? A beast bond. Mm -hmm. Like I can establish a telepathic link with one beast. Oh, you touch. Or if it's sleeping, maybe I can sneak a punch. It's friendly to you or charmed by you. Okay. Well, what is uh, it? What other details does the check require? So the spell fails if the beast's intelligence is four or higher. Until the spell ends, the link is active while you and the beast are within line of sight of each other. Through okay. the link, the beast can understand your telepathic messages to it and can telepathically communicate simple emotions and concepts back to you. While you the can... link is active, the beast gains advantage on attack rolls against any creature within five feet of you that can see. And how long does the spell last for? Um, concentration up to ten minutes. Okay, well, you don't, with your druidic instincts, you don't immediately see why why it wouldn't work. You can certainly give it a go. But what is the, that? wasn't uh, Milksteak and Asuka's plan slightly different? What, what are you guys going to go with? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's up to you, Sean, because you're going to have to climb down there to touch it to do this. And if you climb down there to touch yeah. it and wake it up, and if then you're going to be down there. Yeah. I'm going to be dead. I'm going to be dead. I also, we kind of the advantage of high ground. <laughs> Don't it. underestimate me. Is there As anything that bears afraid of? As you like, guys are, not. you can you can do Sorry. a check. You can do a check about uh, your knowledge of bears in just a moment. But what you notice is, as you guys are contemplating how to deal with the situation, and because you rolled a pretty high perception check beforehand. In addition to the corpses in the sort of like uh, east corner and the polar bear towards the middle and those weird totem poles, you also notice like a weird stone shape in the southern southern corner. It's like a triangular cave. And it looks from this distance, it looks kind of like an altar of some kind. It's going to be dodgy as shit to climb down there eventually. But all right, let's let's try. Should we should we just uh, should we just uh, fuck it up the, the, that polar bear? Because the polar yeah. bear is not going to be friendly anyway, is it? It's going to they're vicious no. as fuck. Okay, they will yeah. eat eat let's your face. All right, I'll uh, I'll prepare. I'll load up my uh, my crossbow and uh, uh, let's see. How, how do I? Is a crossbow? There we go. Okay, I got my I got my light crossbow ready with the with an arrow. Mm -hmm. And uh, what are you guys gonna What are you guys gonna use? And see if we can do like a two three one thing. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna cast. I don't know. Can I link the spell into in there? Oh yeah, that's okay. the one. Cool. And Smogus Borden. Okay, I guess I'm gonna wield my short bow. Did you say arrows? you can use it? Yeah, just press wheel. Oh yes, that that would enable it to be. That'll make it show up in your like stats. Okay. Um, what would it be other stats? Oh no no, as in once you press wield, uh, it'll yeah. appear on your front page of your character sheet under like actions, where all your other weapons oh, yes. are. Yes yes yes. yes. Cool. Okay. So you're gonna do that while when Asker does the other thing. 
at the other yes. bow? Uh, uh, yeah, so I'll do my crossbow. Smogersporn does his bow, and Aruna yeah. does that spike growth underneath the bear. Okay, cool. So are you guys using any special arrows or just regular arrows? Just normal uh, ones. Same I one guess, direction, isn't it? Yeah, just mm -hmm. need the need a regular one, I suppose. Okay, cool. So what we'll do is we'll resolve all of these at the same time. So this is going to be, uh, and you and you guys are going to do this from up on the cliff, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. So you guys can both roll your bow attacks. So you roll to hit. Oh, natural twenty, and then a five. And then spike growth. Uh, have you marked off a spell slot for spike growth? Uh, yeah, I will now. Cool. And then you can uh, roll the 2d4 uh, damage. So it's a roll 2d4. Uh, okay, cool. All right, so what happens is the spikes immediately come out of the ground and start to twist around the, the bear and it starts to like struggle and slowly step its way underneath you guys. So towards a direction that you can't see cause you're on the other, you're, you can't like look underneath you from that angle and it takes that. Uh, hmm? Oh yeah. Just wanted to say every five feet that the bear moves, it takes another 2d4. Yeah, so th this is the damage that I'm referring to. So, for example, it's a, how big is it again? It's a 20-foot radius, so it would have to walk, yeah, it would have to walk a long way to get out of it. So that's 5, 10, so it's, it's 4, so you do that three more times. And as it's walking, you see the arrows impact doing 8 plus, oh, sorry, just <laughs> just the crossbow impact. Uh, Schmorgesborden's shot goes way wide and just embeds itself in the snow somewhere distantly. So let me just update the health of this creature. Uh, and also, oh, actually, maybe I'll just show it to you, the icon as well, just so you have a better look. It's a big ass fucking bear. Well, the scale of these maps is kind of a bit all over the place because I'm showing you like different stuff. Uh, so that's eight. Cool. And then uh, how many, you need to do three more of those 2D4s. Oh yeah. Uh, one, two, three, so three in total or three more? No, one more. One more. Okay, so nice. 16. You see all these kind of like red flecks of clearly numerous wounds as this uh, polar bear sort of like scurries slowly out of the way of its sudden attack. And you hear it sort of bellowing as it goes, but now it is essentially like out of your view. Uh, what do you guys do now? So mm. I, have, I have a jump spell. So I can, I can touch someone which triples their jump abilities distance mm -hmm. uh, so if I touch one of you guys who can turn into a bear and sort of mano or bear or bear it uh, but if <laughs> things go shitty then you have the jump thing on you so maybe you can sort of jump back up and grab the rope and climb back up 
Do you, do any of you want to jump down there? I'm not too keen because there is those thorns as well. How long do they last for? I think it's uh, it's it's however long you concentrate on it. If you stop concentrating on it up to ten minutes, then they'll disappear. But yeah, so yeah. you can just you can just make them disappear. I'm just thinking what else we could do. Uh, well, Sean, can you can you can can you con conjure a like a an image? I don't remember how how's that spell called. My, I can do minor illusion. Oh yeah, you used to. Yeah, can you try to cast an illusion there? So maybe you're gonna be able to lure the bear back into the spikes. Just I'll give you, yeah, we can try that. I'll give you guys a, a better view as well of what you're seeing. So how far is it over to the other side, by the way? Uh, I'll, I'll show you now. Each one of those squares is five feet. Uh, I don't see squares. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, on the look, left, yeah. Just look to the left. Oh, I see. Okay, so that's, I see. I know. I see. Okay. It's like a different. Down, yeah. It's a different angle. That's that's the looking down perspective. Yeah. Cool. So basically, you attacked the uh, polar bear here, and then it moved kind of west out of your view underneath this cliff. The altar looking thing is over here. And the campsite with the corpses or people or whatever they are is over there. Oh, and the totem pole is there. Do you think the polar bear is scared enough not to approach us if we go down, or is it pissed? I mean, if we can if we can go down on the other side of the spikes, then if for it to come to us, it needs to go through the spikes again, right? Oh yeah, let me draw those yeah. just so that we can see them. Uh, and then also... 20 foot radius, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah, actually that's a huge amount of space. 10, 15, 20. So it's like this whole area. I'll try and do a... So, let's see. So we're we're standing oh, radius. Wait, it's even more than that. We're standing here, right? Uh, so yeah, it goes like here. Uh, you you guys are. I'll show you. Hold on, just let me finish drawing this. Uh, it goes like uh, like that. Radius is so difficult to calculate. One two one two. So then one two three. It takes up like most of this area. <laughs> Okay, cool. So yeah, I might you, you, stop concentrating then on it because. Well, well, wait for it. Let, let me do the the illusion first. I'll just uh, uh, so yeah. We, I'll you just, guys, uh, you guys are standing like here. That shadow is like the uh, cliff, yeah. the cliff that you're on. I, mm. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. That that makes that makes sense. Oh yeah. All right. Well, I'll try okay. to conjure a uh, an image. Uh, and like the sound of of like a person, sort of here in the middle, mm -hmm. uh, or an Im image of an object. But you know, I'll pick the object that looks like a person, like a statue of a person, and the sound of a person, kind of thing. Okay, so this is minor illusion. Uh, yes. Okay, so show me the what what kind of save does it have to make? 
Oh, here we go. Uh, Intelligence. Okay. Um, because they're not, uh, I'll say from a distance. Against your spell save DC. My okay. spell save DC. Yeah, what's your spell save DC? It'll be in your spell section. Thirteen. Okay, so I'll say it needs to make an intelligence save just to just to visually Believe. look at it. Yeah, just to visually look at it and think, is that convincing or not? Hmm. And it's 14, did you say, or 13? 13. Okay, so with an 8, it seems to think that this is a real person. So what you notice is it's kind of like it pops into view here. And where did you place the statue? So uh, sort of in the middle of it, like here-ish. Yeah, it sort of seems to be like pacing up and down along the edge of the thorns, but doesn't want to cross over into the damaging area again. Uh, but the thorn should be invisible, no? Uh, not based on the spell. The ground mm. is, is covered in vines. The area becomes difficult terrain. There's nothing about it being... Transformation oh, of the ground is camouflaged to look natural. Any creature that can't see the area at the time the spell is cast uh, against this is... Oh, I see. But I think now that now that it knows yeah. it's oh, there, yeah. Yeah, it's been all entering yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's, it's more like it. if you were setting a trap, but you literally just cast it yeah. on top of its head. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, at least it's, okay. it's, it's should, should we go? <laughs> it can recognize another? the area because of all of its blood scattered everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> should we go with another flurry of shots at it then? Yeah, I'll do that. Yeah, I'll. Uh, I'll uh, now, now we can see it again, yeah? Yeah, it popped into view. So let's just fuck it up a bit more then. Yeah. All right. Yeah, okay. Here goes crossbow I'll number try. two. Okay. Uh, is uh, uh, is Milksteak doing anything? Uh, I'm just admiring the slaughter. Okay. Um, so... <laughs> okay, so with a 15, uh, with a 15, you hit, dealing three piercing damage. And again, Schmorgisborden overcompensates and shoots like directly at the, at the surface of the rock beneath him and just misses his foot by inches. And you see the, uh, the polar bear like scurries away, uh, very traumatized by the experience. Shall, shall we go down now? I, I think like he's, he's injured enough to in case he's yeah, going to yeah, come yeah, back. Yeah. We can just fuck it up. Yeah, let's yeah, do that. Get rid of the thorns then, because he, he's going to... Yeah, I stop concentration. Okay. I mean, to be honest, you, you, you get damage every five feet you move. So if you just like, if you just go down the rope and we don't move around the rope much... Yeah, just not have it there though. I mean, yeah. we're going to end up okay. having to run. It's a big bear. Okay, so you're stopping concentration? Yeah, I'm going to stop the, uh, this madness. Pull. Yeah, you can just pull it out again if you need it. Wipe it out. Cool, I will close these things here. Please, please don't. Okay, so now what are you doing? You're just uh, going I'll down the road. Yeah. Uh, how is it? Is it how far down is it again? Sorry, I'm gonna ask the same question. Uh, it looks about a hundred feet ish. Hundred feet, so we shouldn't jump down them. 
It would be a no. risky jump. <laughs> All right, let's just let's just climb down then. I can go first. Yeah. Okay, give me an yeah. Athletic, you go first. Ath athletics or because, acrobatics check. Uh, let's see. Athletics. Oh, that's plus no. I got plus one in acrobatics. No. So I'll go with that. Oh, oh no! Fuck me. <laughs> but no, actually, Sean, no one you. He he said that he was going down first, but I'll say that you scurry after him and it'll go hilariously. Um, so Asker rolls an eight. Uh, uh, Schmogus okay. Borden rolls a natural one. And Aranas rolls a natural 20. So what happens is uh, Asker, Asker, Asker confidently slides down the rope and then gets about like halfway down and just completely loses grip and falls. Schmogus Borden gets only like a third of the way down and like gets his foot <laughs> caught and just starts like dangling there for a while until he falls also. And then, uh, and then Milksteak like fireman slides down perfectly and then lands beside their like bruised corpses, sorry, bruised, <laughs> <laughs> bruised bodies. So Asker, you take seven bludgeoning damage and, uh, uh, Schmogus Borden, you take 13 bludgeoning damage. Spicy. I am having a nightmare right now. <laughs> yeah, your rolling hasn't been uh, great. <laughs> cool, so you guys are on the like ground. And, Hill up there, and what you see from this vantage point is slightly more uh, detail. So what you see is this kind of thing. And you notice Ooh, this, hello. You notice like a pool of water that is like a continuous geyser shooting water up into the air. And it seems to be like disappearing into the rock face behind it. And the rest of everything around here seems to be frozen. You've walked past like frozen lakes and things. So it's very surprising that this water isn't frozen. And uh, Schmorgasborden make a perception check. Okay. With a 14, you notice that the card seems to be flashing faster now that you're on the ground here. And, and while you guys, and you see the polar bear just sort of sitting beside the continuous geyser, just looking at you sort of like uh, mournfully and quite upset, but not like moving towards you, just sort of sitting there looking menacing. I can cast like, it's a five foot radius, 40 foot high cylinder centered on a point within range until the spell ends, dim light fills the cylinder. When a creature enters the spell's area for the first time on a turn or starts its turn there, it is engulfed in ghostly flames that causes that cause searing pain. And it must make a constitution saving throw. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna moonbeam this back. Yeah. I'm gonna crossbow it. We have to wait till our turn. Uh, so tell me what you're planning to, to do. I'm going to shoot a cross attack. Yeah, just crossbow it. I'm okay. shooting. Uh, everybody needs to roll initiative now that you're actually like engaged rather than just shooting from a distance. Uh, <laughs> cool. So therefore, Milksteak, you <laughs> react first as you touch down effortless, effortless, effortlessly <laughs> sliding down the rope. The irony of using yeah. that word is great. It was very ironic. I'm going to cast it on uh, Moonbeam as well. I'm on it. On it. Okay, so it needs to make a constitution saving throw. I can't believe against... you're not turning into a bear. Okay, a bear. so he just, saving it. 
He just manages to resist. Does he take any damage or like half damage or something? Uh, one second. Uh, okay, it takes half of the da of the damage to the turn. So uh, okay, so it, it already it already rolled it for you. So that means that he takes five damage. Okay, the moonbeam hits his like face area, and he's starting to look pretty messed up. Uh, is there anything else you want to do with your turn? Uh, nope. Shout yield. <laughs> I think um, cause, because Moonbeam is a second level spell, you can only use it what once a once a turn, once once a three rests. Is that is that true? It depends how many slots do you have. Uh, in... Three slots, three slots. Yeah. Yeah, so you can cast it three times if you like. Uh, but okay. you're, okay. I think it's also he's a concentration spell, so you can keep it up for a while. Yeah. Okay. I think he's looking pretty messed up, so I might just produce flame. Okay, cool. This is, this is how I play video games, by the way. I kind of save all my big spells and never ever use them. Then you end the game with like 500 stim packs. Just fucking yeah. kill him. Bro. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, no, fuck it. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna moonbeam him. Moonbeam him. <laughs> because we're already really injured, you and I, and if he runs up. You know how much damage yeah, you yeah, do with yeah. claws and bites and stuff. Let's not. Okay, Constitution <laughs> saving throw against thirteen. He saves, so he takes half of seven, which is three rounded down. Oh, he looks like he's on death's door, but he's not dead yet. Uh, was there anything else you wanted to do, uh, Milkstake, before Schmogus Borden's turn, like move or anything like that? No, I just look pretty. Cool, Schmogus Borden. Do you want to do anything else with your turn? I'm gonna move. Where would you like to move to? I'm going to back off and go over here. Cool. Uh, next up is Asker's turn. <laughs> nice. With the Tenny 2, you hit definitively. And you watch... How do you want the uh, polar bear to become deceased? Ooh. Uh, I want to shoot him in the <laughs> eyeball. <laughs> preferably in the eyeball, because I don't want to injure more of the fur, so we can make something out of the fur. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so you watch the crossbow quarrel just go straight through the polar bear's eye and it collapses to the ground. But then a couple of seconds a couple of seconds later, just as you think to yourself, oh that, that polar bear fur would make a great jacket, the whole corpse of the polar bear starts dripping away almost like if when you leave an ice cube out in the sun, and it starts to like trickle back into this pond uh, behind it. And it just suddenly turned into water and then just merges with the water of this spring. And you think, you think to yourself, that's a bit weird. Is there, can, can, we, can I roll like an arcana check or something? See if it's any... If you want to try and understand the phenomenon, you would need to roll a religion check. All of us. Uh, whoever wants to try and understand the phenomenon. Religion, you said? Mm-hmm. Oh god, I'm gonna roll minus one on that. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> okay, so Asker, you're not sure of why that polar bear suddenly turned into water, but it has, it, there's something in the back of your mind that maybe a, maybe a statue you dug out of a skip or something while you were uh, scavenging for parts, but the uh, totem poles sort of behind you, sort of on either side of you, one here, 
and one here sort of tickle something in your memory about like cold and weird supernatural stuff to do with cold. And when you turn to look at them, they have a very distinct, like, angry face on the front of the uh, totem pole. And on the other side uh, is, like, a happy face uh, without frost on it at all. And the angry face has tons of frost on it. And you think that this is a weird situation, but you feel like it's related somehow. Okay. Don't quite understand what's going on. Um, do you want to um, check check your card, maybe, to see if we can get that done, and then we can look around and see what we can find here. Yeah, yeah, I think. Um, yeah, we can try to see where it goes. I'm quite keen to check on the campsite as well. Yeah, I want. I want to. I want to have a look. See. Okay, so tell me, tell me who out. does what. Okay, I'll get my card out again quickly. Okay, you notice Keep that. Checking. Taking a couple of steps around this area, it doesn't seem to flash more or less in any particular corner. It just seems to be reacting to the whole area. Okay, it's here. It's here. What what is on the card, by the way? What we are looking for? It's it's the word night. K N I G H T. Okay. Polar bear? Did we just fuck up? <laughs> Isn't some kind of a burial ground here or something? Yeah, maybe we need to dig up. So should we check the? Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll go up and uh, have a look at the campsite. Oh, also with the uh, Borden with your eleven, uh, you and because you're sort of facing this direction, you notice this altar, and it sort of reminds you a little bit of the other altar that you guys saw uh, with, the with the raven, except it's got a completely different like carving on the outside, but it looks to be roughly the same size and made of stone. Yeah. Okay, so you're going to the to the campsite, Asker. Uh, what was your comment, Schmorgasborden? Uh, can I see what the carving is? Uh, yeah, you, you can go over to it. Uh, what do you want to do, uh, Milkstick? Um, I'm going to move towards that uh, altar as well. Okay. We will deal with that in just a second. Let's deal with the... Actually, there's two people there. Let's deal with the altar first. Okay, so the altar looks to have carvings around the outside edges of it. And the top part of the altar is completely blank, just smooth stone. But the carvings around the outside faces appear to be like a mixture of like icicles and faces with kind of a neutral expression. And the altar itself is strangely not covered in ice or frost or snow of any kind. And it seems like just a series of icicles and faces carved around the outside of it. Hmm. I reckon it's the water. Yeah, it's something gonna be be done. Maybe instead of yeah. like with oh, the I'll feathers, give him, I'll give we put him my like. Pot away. Hmm? Hmm? We could have carried water in my pot. Have you got pots? We carry water and pour water on the altar. Yeah. Yeah, I'll check in. I'll check around the campsite see if I can find a, a sweet pot of sorts or a container that we can bring some water over to the altar. In. Yeah. Uh, so tell me, who's doing what? I'm, I'm looting around the campsite, see what's there, and if I can find any uh, 
pot-like. Okay. What you see at the campsite is uh, a series of bedrolls, a couple of like pots and pans and sort of like camping equipment, and two corpses that are definitely corpses now that you're up close. And as you start like rooting around inside the bedrolls, one of the corpses like grabs your ankle and is going to attack you. Because Ooh, zombies! Perhaps it's not as corpsey as you initially imagined. And then we'll go descending order. So first to react is milk steak. You probably don't notice unless Asuka screamed or something that anything is going wrong over there. Did you? <laughs> I did. Because okay, you, a corpse you, grabbed my arm. Can you uh, grab your <laughs> ankle? Okay, that's how the that's how the scream would sound. What what would you do, milk steak? Uh, I'm gonna rush towards a uh, uh, Asgir. I don't know how how far I can go at my, uh, in I my think turn you have before 30 I feet can of do. movement. So 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. You can't quite get there. You can get about this far. Yeah, so I'm just gonna run the maximum distance that okay. I can. You can get there if you give up your action to do so. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you arrive there panting, and now we'll move on to the zombie's turn. The zombie is going to try and nibble on you. That's fine. Uh, well, no, he's going to nibble on Asgard, but with an 8, I think that misses you. Yeah, 14. Okay, and then its corpsey companion is going to try and do the same thing. Oh, with a 20, I think that hits, right? Okay, so that's going to be... 1d6 plus 1. So that's 4 bludgeoning damage. I'm down to 11 health. Okay. As it sort of nibbles on you in a forceful way, it sort of creeps you out. And then they sort of make a gurgling noise like... Uh, do, they say, up, do they say brains? Uh, no, they just make that gurgling noise. <laughs> oh shit, should we, should we amputate uh, Asgir's limbs now? Uh, well, we'll we see. We shan't. <laughs> it's Asgur's turn now. <laughs> well, uh, oh yeah, let me actually because I'm gonna I'm gonna do the the um, uh, the earthen grasp again just because it's, we can take one of them hopefully out of it. But I'm just checking. It only it only does one person, right? Uh, I think it'll say in the spell's wording. Choose a five foot square unoccupied space. Medium hand can reach within five for one creature. Okay, well, okay, I'll I'll cast it on whoever nibbled, whoever successfully nib, nib, nibbled on my arm. Okay, cool. And they got to do a strength save. It's this one on the north, just for the record. Uh, so I'm gonna just do their check, which is a strength save against thirteen. Nothing happened for some reason. Oh, twenty-one. They definitely save. So does that mean? Yeah. They take half damage or nothing happens? Uh, nothing happens. Okay, so they manage to wriggle out of it, which is strange because they're also kind of like, they're barely standing up. They're like swaying back and forth. Uh, do you want to do anything else with your turn? I'm going to try and get out of there, actually, even though they get to attack me. Uh, okay. I want, so, I, I'm going to try and move away like here-ish. Okay, so they'll both get an attack of opportunity, so we'll see how that goes. First one is going to be a natural 20, so that hits you for... Uh, that's four plus one is five bludgeoning damage. 
So far, so good. This other one is going to hit you for 15. Does that hit you? Yes, it does. Cool. And then this is going to be 5 bludgeoning damage. Uh, great. I'm at 1 HP. Holy moly, that was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so you just feel them like nibbling and clawing on you and going... <laughs> as you like run away successfully. Uh, so is that the end of your turn? Yes. Shmogus I Warden. shout, yield! <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, they I sort stop of, running away. <laughs> they sort of like look at each other like vacantly and, and seem to take no action. Shmogus Borden's turn. Fuck me. Um, That's going to be the name of this episode, by the way. Yield! Yield. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh dear. I'm going to have to go and save you guys, aren't I? I'm going to try. <laughs> Um, Classic Schmogus Borden. Classic. The way it's been going this evening, I'm just going to stumble and stab myself <laughs> in the face as I approach. Uh, <laughs> so I'm going to move over and I'm going to try and do. I'm going to moonbeam him again. I like that. Uh, so you've still got the moon. The moon. Okay, so you have to cast it again, I think, because you're in a new encounter. So it'd be 5, 10, 15, That's 20, fine. 25, 30. Do you want to move beside. Where do you want to go? You can only really get like this far. Um, how far away do I, can I be? Uh, what's the, put the spell in the chat and I can tell you what the range is. Oh, display in VTT? Yeah. Okay, so the range is 120 feet. So, yeah, you could technically do it from where you are. Ah, I'll do that. <laughs> uh, is it five feet wide or is it shines down in a five foot radius? Five foot uh, radius. So, yeah, that means you can only really get... Nah, I'll say you could get both of them technically because they're so close together. Um, so they need to make a constitution saving throw, right? Let's try that. Yeah. Oof. So that's a 18, so they pass, but I'll do it for the other one. Okay, so one passes and one fails. So roll the damage, and then one of them will take uh, half, and then the other one will take regular. Okay, so five radiant damage to this one down here. And then the one above will only take two. Okay, as you see this beam of light shine down and sort of bathe these corpses in this silvery glow, the flesh of one seems to burn much more than the other. Is there anything else you want to do with your turn? I'm going to stay right where I am. Cool. <laughs> Next up is Milkstick. <laughs> Actually, no, uh, no, I'll tell that back. What's that? I'll move, I'll move halfway, halfway just so next time I can maybe get a bit closer. Okay. Yeah, you might need to pick me so up in case I fall over and die. So where are you going to go? Yeah, so I'm, I might... Is it, can I get there? Yeah, that's fine. Cool. cool. Next up is milk steak. Okay. Uh, I'm going to shout yield. Um, and I'm going to turn into a velociraptor. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a thing, bro. <laughs> do you have the stats? No, it is apparently. Yeah, it is a thing. Yeah. Do you have Do you have the stats for Velociraptor? <laughs> One second, I'm trying trying to get the. Uh, it redirected me to some kind of a, a by a guide. Does see the stats? What is this? Same. You've got thirty feet speed, but what is the attack you're gonna do? Um, if I'm gonna attack, I'm gonna get burned by the the moonbeam. Uh, it depends on the wording of the spell, so let's go back and have a read of it. Moonbeam. Uh, but a creature, does a creature include us? Uh, let's have a look. I think so, yeah. 
<clears throat> yeah, I think it's just a, it's just a creature of any kind. So yeah, you would get affected by it. Cool. Uh, I'm gonna attack anyway, since um, I'm gonna perform a multi-attack that does bite and a claw damage. I'm gonna paste it in the chat. Okay. So. Mm. So I'm gonna need to roll. So yeah, roll one d twenty plus four. Because you, you know the code, like the macro for how it works, 1D, right? One d twenty plus four, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, cool. So that's a twenty. So that hits. Now you can roll damage, which is one d six plus two. Um, this is the bite that you're describing, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 That's the first one. Uh, roll one d. Nice. And which one are you attacking? Uh, move your. Uh, the, the very close to me one. Cool. So that's four yeah. damage as you bite into it with your like Velociraptor Jurassic Park teeth. Uh, next yeah. up, you do two claw attacks. So do one d twenty plus four again. That doesn't hit. Me. Oh, did you do it already? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That one. Let me check. They have pretty low armor class. So let's see. Uh, that does hit. Okay, so roll damage. Oh, nice. There's, uh, so that's damage, 1d4, that plus one D4 plus 2. 1d4 yeah. mm -hmm. plus 2. Nice. This thing is starting to look like its rotted flesh is becoming even more rotted. Now roll 1d20 plus 4 again. Nice, you had it ready. That hits. one hits. Roll damage, 1d4 plus 2. Nice, 6. This thing is looking on death's door. Even though it's already undead, technically. Is there anything else <laughs> you want to do with your turn? Uh, no, I'm just going to stand my ground. Okay, you're looking like a ferocious velociraptor. Can you do a velociraptor sound for me? Um, uh, not really. I might just shout yield in uh, <laughs> velociraptor language. Okay, sweet. Uh, next up is this zombie thing. So the zombie thing is going to try and attack you uh, in a very confused manner. So what's your armor class as a velociraptor? Mm. 13, so that hits you. Yeah. So that's going to be 1d6 plus 1. So you take 5 damage of bludgeoning damage. Mm -hmm. And the other one is going to... This thing is going to try and attack you for 22. That hits, so that's 1d6 plus 1. So that's going to be 6 piercing damage. As they sort of like slash wildly and uncoordinatedly at your dinosaur hide. Is that all good? How much damage I took in total? Again? Uh, that'd be what appears to nine. be nine. Nine, yeah, nine. Cool. I'm cool. at one HP. Next up is Asker. Wow, impressive. Much like right. other people who are on one HP, which is Asker. <laughs> this guy. I will take my crossbow and try and do a two, two shot thing. Oh, here we go. Let's see. So do, do I press it twice, or is it only does it only matter if I hit the first one? Uh, well, it only matters if you hit the... F Actually, yeah, it only... That's a good question. I guess... No, it, even if you miss the first one, you could still theoretically have the arrow turn. Okay, so that hits for four piercing damage. I assume you're going for the one on the left? Yes. Cool. You hit successfully, ripping through its, like, flaky skin. Uh, now you roll another attack. As it turns right in midair. Uh, 14 also hits for two piercing damage. And the two the two piercing damage is just enough to kill the second zombie. How do you want it to yeah. perish? Oh, 
I through the eye again. I feel like that was quite satisfying. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'll say that the eyeball goes straight through the back of its head and sticks into the rocky surface at the back of this cave system. And you think to yourself, why is that arrow sticking into a rocky <laughs> surface? That's almost impossible. And you imagine that the Fletcher's arrows must be pretty impressive. Uh, is that the end of your turn? Yield! <laughs> the, the zombie seems like it doesn't possess the reasoning skills necessary to, to process that. Uh, next up is Smorgasbord, Sh unless you want to move or do anything. I mean, are you still casting that moonbeam? Is it is it concentration bit or? It is concentration. I think it lasts for like one minute. Yeah. So You're basically, like are you doing it? Did you maintain concentration on it? Yeah, you didn't do anything else, right? No. So that means they take damage again. Yeah. Which was five. So uh, actually, just for fun, you can roll two d ten because it's a it's a new round. So roll two d ten. Uh, which you can do on the left, the second from the bottom little icon in your toolbar. Then you go down to the... Is that it? Oh, nice. You did it in that thing. Perfect. 13. Yeah, really nice. This thing's looking on death's door. Like, the ghostly flames are starting to erode even more of the body parts. And it just seems to be like a loose collection of limbs at this point. Nice. Still not dead, though. No, not quite. So, do I... Is that my turn, or can I also fire an arrow? Uh, no, it's your action, I think, to because to, it says in the wording of the spell, while concentrating as an action, you can choose to, I oh, think. Okay, okay. Uh, let's have a look. Engulfed, causing... Oh, maybe I'm wrong. On each of your turns after, you can use an action to move the beam. Use an action to move the beam. Oh, no, maybe you, maybe you can. Sorry, what was that? I just Yeah, just reading the same sentence. No, I think you can attack separately because it doesn't say anything here about as long as you're concentrating on it, you can use a non-concentration spell and it'll. this will just be going in the background. Cool. I'm going to fire an arrow. Go for it. Oh no, please don't. He <laughs> <laughs> <You> might hit me. <laughs> no, you prob quite probably will. Your party has great confidence in you. <laughs> nice, you hit. And this thing, this thing, this thing could not be closer to death. As in, he has one HP as well. Well, you don't know, do you? <laughs> but yeah, the arrow strikes straight through his where his jugular would be if he was alive. But he's a zombie, so it's just kind of like an accordion of dried flesh. Nice. So, okay. is that the end of your turn? Do you want to move, or are yep. we going to move yep. on to milkstick? Yeah, yeah I'm. I'm gonna. Leave. <laughs> I'm gonna leave my Velociraptor shape and gonna cast an ice knife into his face. Go for it. The nose of pasting it or not? Let's see. Okay, so it needs to make a saving throw. Uh, oh, oh no. Okay, so 18 hits, and I think the saving throw is for creatures around it. But because there's no creatures around it, it doesn't matter. Um, so that hits doing six piercing. Yeah, this thing's dead. Uh, how how do you want it to to be conquered? Through one ear coming and coming out from another ear. <laughs> it looks like that like practical joke about the arrow that people wear as a headband, and then this just goes through <laughs> other side, and then it sort of collapses to the ground. 
Nice work, guys. All right, so nice. the 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 cold good wind job. settles. Sorry, what was that? That was a good job. Nice work, guys. What would you like to do now? Uh, well, um, I, I'm, okay. I'm going to see. You should take a pot. I should. I should. I want to patch myself up a bit. Yeah, maybe you should take a rest. There is a, a camp there, so let's push the zombies into the water and just have a rest. If I'm pushing into the water, I'm just worried. That, that water is weird. Let's not push into the water in case yeah, they come back alive or something <coughs> dumb. Right? Yeah. But let's, uh, let's, let's, that, let's plonk them uh, away from us. Yeah, I agree with that. Remove their bodies so the Zombies. Can you can you remove the heads just in case? Yeah, yeah sure. With a with a sword, you can quickly. I mean, they're already in pieces as it is. Yeah, let's chop them up. Yeah. Cool. No, just, in case. Uh, just in case. Just in case. Right, right in your inventory, assorted zombie pieces. <laughs> nice. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. You're probably yeah. gonna like push it into a corner. So, what would you like to do now? Whoa. What should we do with uh, zombie bites? Because I, I don't feel like I can sleep next to Askir. It's not how it works in D&D yet, right? Zombies you, can make not... a, you can make a medicine check, whoever wants to examine Asger's wounds. I, I will uh, also uh, reserve the right to my own second opinion on this. I, I, I don't trust you. Okay. <laughs> 19. Oh, 19, okay. Uh, Schmogus Borden is just trusting the, the assessment of the rest of his party, or he hasn't figured out how to do a medicine check yet. Okay, okay. There you go. Oh, natural oh, wow. 20. Okay. So, uh, wow. Schmogus Borden goes up to Asga's wounds, examines them, and quickly concludes that they look like standard wounds. Oh, I mean, the, although the person is undead, it doesn't, look, it doesn't look like the, undead, <laughs> the undeadness was caused by some sort of disease. It just looks like your standard run-of-the-mill undeadness. Magical. And, mm. uh, there you go. Or religious, I suppose. All right. Well, uh, well, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hang back and chill while they, the, those guys can um, try and figure out the riddle of the water and stuff. So I'm yeah. gonna. Come I'm, to I think I've got the most. I've got the most HP, so I can, I can go to the water. Uh, I'm at full I'm HP as well. You do? Yeah, because when when you shapeshift, like all the damage that you take when you revert back, you back to your previous normal one. So. Pretty cool. Okay, so you go up to the pool of water and do what? Do you want me to tell you in more detail what you see? Yeah. Okay, well, so we've as... Got a pot. We, go, we first go and get a pot from the campsite. You're really hoarding pots at this point, aren't you? <laughs> can, I, can I just ask? No While they're doing that, this, can I have a short rest? So yeah, I yeah, totally. While they do, yeah, right. totally, because totally. I'll I'll just do some uh, short rest rolls. If you wonder what's going on, I'll just be rolling. Cool. You retrieve a cooking pot that seems, aside from being a bit frosty, mostly undamaged. Okay. Now we go to the water. Okay. And is uh, Milksteak joining you? Yeah. Okay. So what you guys see is. The water is moving and seemingly unaffected by the cold, except all around the edge of this sort of spring are tendrils like icicles and strands of ice like coating the ground, but not the water itself. Is the water warm? It's like something 
something uh, unusual about you, it, apart from being magical well. Do you touch it? Uh, yes, I'll put my hand in it. Yeah, it feels kind a of... A whole hand. It feels like a neutral room temperature. It doesn't feel cold. Let's grab a bucket. Grab it. Grab a bucket full. You could grab a pot full. <laughs> sure. Uh, in whatever vessel, I'll assume you have a like a drinking bottle or a canteen. You you have a bottle of this yeah. water. Okay. And what happens? What happens then? I'm going to pour it over the altar. Okay. As I'm going to watch from the distance. Okay. <laughs> as, as you pour the water over the altar, you hear like a trickling noise behind you. And you notice that in the spring that you just came from, a figure rises out of the surface. It appears to be an armored figure clad all in black armor. And you get the sense that this might be the knight standing before you. And that is where we will end the session because it's just too narratively delicious. <laughs> <laughs>